The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to Cowboy Classics Old Time Radio Westerns. We play the most popular westerns and radio programs of the 1930s, 40s, and 50s before the invention of television. Make sure to check out our show notes for information on each episode. So now let's get into this week's episode. Uh, 
That sounds so nice and kitty. Yeah. That's quite a place he's describing, Kitty. Wherever it is. Well, it's sure enough, God City. <laughs> well, you could leave, you know, and find some place like that poem is about. Oh, I won't. You know that. I don't even try. Marshal. Yeah. Marshal Sam Black is whopping his wife again. Something awful. They're right out here. Uh, all right. I'll be back with that beer in a minute, Kitty. Sure. I'm just pleased to have sent you a fire to break every bone in your body. Sam, please. All right, like it. That's enough. Hey, you just stay out of this, Marshal. What's it mean a man and this woman ain't nothing for the law to poke into? Marshal, I... She'd stay home. She ought to do. She wouldn't have no complaints. I don't aim to have you lose all the egg money on gambling and drinks. Shut up, or I belt your teeth out of your head. Don't hit her again. I've already told you, Marshal. It ain't none of the law's business. Well, a few days in jail might change your mind about that. Jail? You jail a man just for keeping order in his own household? I'll jail any man for beating a woman. You can't jail me. I can if she signs a complaint. Oh, oh, no, Marshal. I wouldn't do nothing like that. You just let me catch you signing a complaint. Miss Lackett, this isn't the first time he's hit you, and it's more likely won't be the last unless he learns that he can't get away with it. Oh, no, no, I, I wouldn't want to sign no complaint. Six months ago, when Doc set those broken fingers for you, didn't Sam do that? She's a liar if she says so. No, it, it was the gate on the corral. One of the calves was trying to get out. Oh, you told Doc you dropped a piece of stove wood on it. Well, I, I, I don't remember. Well, what you better remember is where you left the wagon. Go get it. Get back out to the place. I'll have more to say to you later. All right, Sam. I'm broke. Ms. Lackett, you know you don't have to put up with any more of this. Now, if you want to sign a complaint, I'll see that you're protected. No. No, Marshal. It's all right. I'll go. Yeah. Maybe that'll learn you not to butt into a man's personal affairs more than... I'll butt in if you hit her again. I'm warning you. I was hoping you'd flatten him, Matt. I was too, Mr. Jones. Give me a glass of rye, Barthender. Yeah, sure, Marshal. Poor little gal. Matt, you remember Hester when she first came here from the East? Yeah. Some of the girls helped me, and we made her a wedding dress out of some linen tablecloth, all white. She's as pretty as a picture. Well, she's showing you very pretty now. That's the way he sees her now. Well, Sam's had a lot of bad luck, Chester. Two years of crop failures, lost most of his herd from blackwater fever. Is that her fault? No, but it makes a man kind of short-tempered. Well, those two are heading for something bad, Matt. I'll give you odds. How about No, Kitty. I won't take that bet.
right, Matt. Breathe in now. You mean just like this, sir? More. Deeper. All right, now. Breathe out. And uh, slow. That's fine, Matt. Now, once more. That's good. That's good. Uh, now, breathe out. Fine, fine, fine. Well, you can put your shirt back on now, Matt. All right, Doc. You mean to tell me that you can really tell something about a man's health just by listening to him through that, whatever you call it? That is called a stethoscope. Of course I can tell. Why else would I be doing it? Just to impress people, maybe. I wouldn't put it past you. Oh, impress who? An English lout that's got no better sense than to go out and get a bullet through his lung? I didn't do it on purpose, Doc. Besides, it's all healed up, isn't it? <laughs> healed up. In that rawhide cockatoo of yours, of course it's healed up. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you know, man, until I came to Dodge City, I had no conception of what the human body could endure. Like during the war, I've seen men die with wounds that you wouldn't even go to bed with. And I always figure they can't bury you as long as you're on your feet, Doc? Why, Mrs. Lackett. Doc, I... Doc, she's been beaten half to death. Brooch with the pearls. 
he'd, he'd pin it on me himself, and, and I would always laugh because he was so clumsy and he couldn't. That, that's what it was about tonight, Marshal. He wanted that brooch to bring into town and sell, but I wouldn't tell him where it was. <sighs> what is it? Changes people that start out good and breaks them and turns them bad. I don't know, man. It's time, maybe, or maybe it's a prairie. A prairie. I hate it. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Just wait, let me cut. 
it's not locked. Come on in. Morning, Mark. Oh, how are you, Miss Wackett? Here, you take his chair, huh? Thank you kindly. Good morning, Chester. I feel, ma'am. Well, kind of old somehow, Chester. Old? You must be all of 25, I guess. Well, it ain't the years that make you old, Marshal. I, I didn't come to talk about that, though. Uh, you shouldn't be here at all, Miss Lackett. I told you to stay in bed for another week at least, didn't I? Well, I, I just couldn't get used to it, Marshal. It didn't seem proper. Yeah, well, you want to talk to Sam, huh? How's he... How's he taken to it, Marshal? Mean? That maybe we can work some of that out of him, but the time is 50 days are up. Well, now, the, the way I recollect it, the, the judge said $50 or 50 days. Yeah, that's right. And that if the fine was to be paid up, you'd turn him loose? Well, yeah. $41 as it stands now. He's been here nine days, but I doubt anybody's going to pay me more. I want to pay his fine, Marshal. What? I got the money. I, I told my brooch to one of the girls at the Long Branch. Here. See? Yes, I see. But, but Miss Lackett, he pretty near killed you a couple of weeks ago. Next time he might just do it. No, Chester, he won't. There you are, Marshal. Forty-one dollars. Well, all right, go get him, will you, Chester? Yes, sir, but... Miss Lackett, why are you doing this? First withdrawing your complaint in court and now paying his fine and getting him out. Why? I don't know exactly. I, at least not how to put it in words. I, I've been trying to think things out for the last two weeks. My life and, and how it's wasted and what's become of me and all. Well, you'll get over this in time. No, Martha, you... You get beat just so many times and you get over it. Then there's one finally you don't get over. Because there ain't nothing left of you. Esther. What do you think you're doing here? Come around the gloat, did you? No, Sam. You just paid your fine, Sam. You're being released. Wow. So you finally come to your senses. That's right, Sam. You, Marshal, maybe this will learn you not to interfere between a man and his wife from now on. I don't call a wife beater a man. Ain't you done no thinking, Sam? Ain't you even sorry at all for what you done to me? You better keep your mouth shut if you know it's good for you. What I've done ain't nothing to what'll happen to you if you try law and against me again. You'd beat me. Is that what you're saying? I'll beat you a plenty you don't stand lying. I might just throw you clean off the place. I can't see no reason keeping somebody as ugly and broken up with you. And it's still the same. And it'll go on being. You ain't changed one bit. You really think you would, Miss Lyman? I just hoped that was all, Marshal. The last little piece of hope I had. Sam, come over here by the window. Uh, I brought you a present. I got it wrapped up in here. What'd you do? Finally sell that brooch of yours? I let you off in court, Sam. But I guess you're kind of back in court now. Charged with killing a woman. Your wife. How do you plead, Sam? 
I don't know what you're talking about. How do you plead? I'll plead you when I get you out to the place. No, you won't. And if you won't answer the charge, or even say you're sorry or promise to do better, then the court's going to decide for you. He's that one. That's like it. Don't do it. Smoke, produced and directed by Norman McDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. The script was specially written for Gunsmoke by Les Crutchfield, with editorial supervision by John Meston. The music was composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Sound patterns were by Ray Kemper and Bill James. Featured in the cast were Parley Bear as Chester, Howard McGear as Doc, and Georgia Ellis as Kitty. George Walsh speaking. Join us again next week for another specially transcribed story on Gunsmoke. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. <laughs>